welcome to the Advance Your Art podcast, where we talk about the journey from artist to entrepreneur and everything in between. You've worked hard to hone your craft. Now take it to the next level with tips, techniques, strategies, and routines used by successful artists to grow their businesses and careers. Now, let's get started and have some fun with your host, Yuri Cataldo. another episode of Advance Your Art with Yuri Cataldo. If you're interested in learning how to build a company, make money from your art, or transition to a new career, you've come to the right place. Uh, if you like this episode, please remember to like, subscribe, and share it with a friend. Today I'm chatting with Miranda Joyner, who's a brand strategist and owner of Miranda J Marketing. Miranda, hello. Welcome to the show. Hi. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Of course. Thank you so much for joining me. How, again, it's, you know, it's the, the elephant in the room right now. So how, how are you, how are things, um, and how has your business been, been running because of, of, of COVID? Sure. Um, well, of course, uh, to answer the first question, I am really, for considering the circumstances, really good. Um, at times, feeling really good about things that are happening in my personal life so much so that it's hard to want to get excited about them because of all the things that are happening around us in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, my business, like everyone else's, was affected directly um, when it initially started in March because uh, it was new and people didn't know what to do. And so there was so much unfamiliarity there. Um, and me running a consulting business where I was meeting with people one-on-one, everything for me had to shift online, but I was already kind of half online and half um, you know, seeing people face to face as a brand strategist. And yeah. so to do everything online, uh, really, at first, it took a little bit of adjustment. But once I started, I honestly almost think I like it better. <laughs> so <laughs> um, so majority of, of my, uh, you know, my clients that are here locally, they resorted uh, online. And of course, the ones that are out of state, uh, they were familiar with the process. But yeah, I'm doing good. Okay. Well, good, good. That's good to hear. Um, because yeah, you know, this, this random occurrence um, definitely throws off everybody else. Um, so for my listeners who are, who are not familiar with, with you and what you do, how do you describe yourself and your work? Absolutely. I am uh, a brand strategist. Uh, you know, I usually, I'll give you the walk-up intro. Hi, my name is Miranda Joyner. I'm a brand strategist. And what I do is I work with entrepreneurs, business owners, and creatives, helping them to really discover and identify their unique brand voice and Mm -hmm. then make that connection to their audience so that they can, as a result, make more money. Because ultimately, that's what more people want to do. So, yeah, yeah, in a nutshell, that's kind of what I do. Yeah, wonderful. So let's let's start from the beginning a little bit. Um, So originally, you studied communications. What made you want to go to school for that and what did you th- or what was your original goal to be with your degree sure so i think as most college students entering into school i uh thought i knew what i wanted to do and turns out it totally wasn't that <laughs> so, <laughs> so i think originally i wanted to be an occupational therapist um because as as a younger uh, Miranda and a young adult, I wasn't really sure exactly the field I wanted to go in. You know, I was always at 
I would always admire people who knew from childbirth the thing that they would put on this earth to do. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, I just wasn't that. I didn't come out of my mother's womb playing the trumpet or playing the piano or dancing or playing basketball or any of that. Like, oh, I want to be a doctor. And I knew it when I was three years old. I had no clue. But what I did know was that I was passionate about people. I love people. Um, that I could, uh, I was good at connecting other people. And, you know, I was a writer and I really could process and understand things and people around me in a way that as I got older, I realized that was, um, wasn't as common as I assumed it was amongst the way people thought and their train of thought. So I um, originally went for occupational therapy, but then as I progressed, um, my love for writing, because I was, I was always a poet. My mother was a writer. She mm-hmm. was a teacher for 33 years here. And so she was a poet and a writer and wrote books. And so my love for poetry started really young. I took writing and decided that I wanted to go into journalism um, to see the world in a different way. And so uh, as I progressed through college, I decided to major in mass communication. And um, in mass communications, towards the end of my uh, college years, I landed an internship at a radio station, um, which kind of shifted because my focus in college was PR, but then it shifted to radio. And then really from that point, that kind of thrusted me into the entertainment uh, media world. And uh, it was all uphill from there. <laughs> I guess. Uphill, yeah. yeah. So what's, so let's talk about your, your time in radio. Um, what was that like? And how, how did you transition from, you know, an intern to being an on-air radio personality? And what was it like being an uh, on-air radio personality? Yeah, sure. So, um, I jumped into radio as an internship. It was actually, here's the beautiful thing about life and the process and trusting the process. I went to uh, a Christian college, a private Christian college. And what ended up happening at this not so cheap Christian college was that the time I was scheduled to graduate, I found out in my last semester because my counselor was amazing um, (laughs) that there was a class that I was supposed to take that I didn't have that that was required for graduation. So I ended up having to spend. <laughs> so I ended up having to spend an entire extra semester spending a lot more money than I wanted to just to say, oh, I graduated to get a degree for one class mm-hmm. that uh, somehow got skipped over. But that was the, the the semester that I landed the internship at the radio station. That was the semester that I got the job at the radio station, and that really catapulted me into the life and set me off into this course that I'm on. And had I not been there the extra semester. I would have never been at the radio station. So there's a fun thing there. But um, w- once I started as an intern, what happened was I was interning and the morning show personality guy there, um, he saw a new voice in the building because they cut commercials in the radio station. And so he had me to come on and he said, you know, he wanted me to, to record a commercial for him because they were always looking for new voices. Mm-hmm. And he took me into the, the production room and said, okay, I want you to do this commercial. There are some strippers that are coming here from Detroit, from Atlanta. (laughs) And he was like, so basically I want you to just lean into the mic and pretend it's your boyfriend's ear and just read this copy off the computer and I'm gonna close you in here and I'll be back and I'll just edit whatever you record. And I was like, oh, 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 okay. So the very first time my mother heard my voice on the radio, I was on a commercial pretending to be a stripper visiting Jackson, Mississippi from uh, local states and states surrounding us. Nice. Um, 
And eventually what ended up happening was that a part-timer on the weekend ended up quitting during my uh, internship there. And the uh, program director, um, I guess he just was impressed with uh, my personality and he offered mm-hmm. me the job. Uh, when Mailman, uh, who was the on-air personality who put me on the stripper commercial, after I did the commercial, he would invite me in to sit with him in the morning, um, just as like a sit-in to have somebody to bounce things off of. Mm-hmm. And he would call me the intern. And so I didn't have a name when I first went on. I was just known as the intern because I was simply going in there for free just to play with him. And I think our camaraderie was what won the program director over. And then I got offered the job when the guy uh, left. So pretty cool story there. And, and you know, I did radio from 2003 off and on to 2017. And in the spin of that um, was kind of how I rolled over into doing more things and eventually landed into being a brand strategist. Mm, okay. So, so yeah, so let's talk about then the, the transition then from, from radio personality to brand strategist. Yeah. When, when was it that, you, de- that uh, you decided that it was time to move on to something else? And what was that process like of, of deciding this is what I want to do and this is the company that I want to create? Absolutely. Well, for um, the last, go around and me working at the radio station because I moved away for a little bit and come back. Mm-hmm. Uh, I came back and I started working on the morning show. Um, when I originally, even though I, as an intern, I sat in with the morning show guy, I never officially had a spot on the morning show. It was just kind of a fun thing to do. And it kind of had a small, um, you know, it lived for a small time. And then I went on to just fill in during the part time, you know, when, when the main people were off, you would fill in and on the weekend. And uh, but the last around towards the, the uh, mid 2000s, I came back and I landed a spot on the morning show um, with him, same guy, landed a spot on the morning show as a co-host. Mm-hmm. So I actually had an actual seat and position and I could use my actual real name this time uh, as a personality on the morning show. And in that time frame, I started running an open mic here locally. Um, yeah. And we would average and get up to um, 80 to 100 people, artists, creatives, um, poets, singers, um, live painting, live music, live DJ. And it grew so rapidly, and we've been running it for the last seven years, that in the midst of that, I was able to meet so many people, from creatives to artists to entrepreneurs to business owners. And I ended up meeting um, a, uh, a young lady who was starting her career as a comedian. And I ended up helping her to develop and grow her career from essentially uh, not having any presence at all to now she is uh, on Comedy Central, has toured with Ricky Smiley, has been on the Kevin Hart show, um, has left Mississippi and now moved to New York, but also uh, True TV. Um, and we really just created her career from the ground up and we did it within a, a small frame of four years. So within a four to five year window, we took her from being, hey, nobody knows who this is, mm-hmm. to having an entire city um, supporting her and rooting for her to her moving into a space to where she's on Comedy Central with Kevin Hart, touring with Ricky Smiley. He even wrote about her in his book. And so for me to help her to develop that career really put me in a position to realize, oh my gosh, two things. One, I'm really good at this. And then I also realized while working with her that two, I didn't want to just do this for one person because honestly, it wasn't an intentional thing in helping her. I just started out helping her as a favor. And as things took off, we just kind of dug our feet in and just, you know, we were all in. And um, I realized that I wanted to do it for more people. And so I took a chance. And in 2019, I 
uh, completely stopped working with her to venture and do this for other people as her career excelled. Um, and in 2018, in November, I quit my job that I was working and decided to do it full time. Uh, and so that's kind of the timeline. In 2018, I quit. And then after a few months of me trying to build it, I just decided to cut all strings and <laughs> do it full fledged. Yeah. Oh, very cool. So what, what did that feel like at that, at that time to suddenly just, you know, leave things and, and switch over to this new career full time? And when you were doing that, were there, you know, books you were reading or people you were talking with about how to build your company or you just jump in and, and go with it? That's a very, very good question. So I went from where I was sitting at the moment uh, at the time I had I was initially at the radio station and then I ended up leaving there because I just felt like I wanted to stretch a little. And I went to go work for a PR company um, as a public relations specialist for a nonprofit. And I realized very quickly because it was one of those environments that was not the most favorable (laughs) that this wasn't for me. And I ended up being at working for an old boss of mine that I absolutely adored. Uh, He needed help at a car dealership in the service department. Mm-hmm. And so I decided to sit part-time in the service department until I figured out what my next move would be. Mm. And so that was the positioning that I was in. I was in a position where I was like, I have stability. And I was really, really um, attached to stable and consistent money coming in my life. It's how I breathe. It is very important to me. <laughs> and so that was my fear in letting go of a job that was run by somebody else was the consistency and stability of finance, financial stability. Mm-hmm. Well, jumping into it, to answer your question, it felt... It was terrifying, but I made the decision one day to just, you know, some things happened at work and I said, you know what, this is going to be my last week and I'm going to quit and just do it because what was happening was the career and the things that were happening on the side were uh, happening at such a pace that I was building it at the same time where I was working another, another business. Mm. And so because of that, I just made the decision to shift over and uh, take a chance on myself. And it was absolutely scary. It was terrifying. but The one thing that I do know about fear is that the antidote to fear is action. And so I really just shifted my mindset to say, if it's happened before, I could do it again. And the worst thing that could happen is I just find another job if it doesn't work, right? So the worst thing that could happen because of the positioning I'm in right now, it just seemed like the perfect opportunity to do it because it wasn't like the job I was at was going to be a long-term job. Right. And so um, I just took the leap. And at the time, I absolutely was uh, reading books and listening to a lot of podcasts. I uh, was an avid podcast listener and Mm -hmm. I tell people about this story and I actually was talking to a client today about this very podcast that I was listening to at the car dealership place (laughs) in that little, (laughs) that little boxed up room. I was listening to Gwyneth Paltrow's uh, podcast. She was just starting it in 2018. It's called Goop, G-O-O-P. Her very first person on the podcast was Oprah Winfrey. I don't know who you interviewed after Oprah Winfrey. I never listened to it after that because who do you interview after Oprah? (laughs) Right. So Oprah talked about this book called The Seed of the Soul. The Seed of the Soul is a really good book. It's by, um, I always mess up his last name, but it's Gary um, something and his last name starts with a Z. And then there was a book called uh, The Untethered Soul that I I read in 2018. Mm -hmm. Those two books, I think, uh, collectively, shifted me oh and um simon sinek start with why mm, okay. those those three books that summer were the three books that i read that 
literally transformed and gave me the boost and, and lit a fire up under me and said, you know what, just do it. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So those are the books. Yeah, yeah. That's very, very cool. And I love also that you 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 kind of beat me to asking you about the the fear uh, and how you approach fear. So I think it's fantastic that that was something that you already um, are aware of how you do that and, and kind of fully embrace it when, when things get tough. So yes. let's kind of jump in then and on, because I think it's fantastic that you've helped so many people start from kind of scratch, basically. So sure. what are what are some things that you notice when people come to you about their their brand and kind of making themselves a, a bigger, um, larger type of deal on things that they constantly do wrong, that they should be doing right, or just or some some tactics that you like to use or questions you like to ask people to pull out their what their why is and, and why they want to do what they want to do. So the question is, what are some of the things that I do that help to pull those things out of people? Specifically? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that I um, approach things in a very uh, unconventional way. I think I, I won't say very, but I think the process that I set up. So what happened was I launched my business. I quit my job September the 22nd, 2018. I launched my business November the 16th, 2018. And in my mind, I was thinking, okay, I'm going to have to see if I can get about four people to sign up. You know, maybe I can get, you know, at least four. I'm a, my goal is three to four clients a month. <laughs> and people started coming so rapidly that it caught me off guard. Mm -hmm. And within a year's time, I saw over 100 people, over 100 different entrepreneurs flocked to me within a year. And I was able to, because people started coming so rapidly in the beginning, I was able to really um, bunker down and create a, a three-session process that takes any entrepreneur or creator from connecting to purpose and passion, connecting your passion and your purpose to what you do creatively, giving you a unique and very uh, catered to who you are, um, voice and message, to identifying who their audience is and structuring their business around that, creating an elevator pitch and the aesthetics of how their business feels to the third session, which is all about strategy and marketing strategies, how you amplify that message into the world. And so the look of it is kind of like a car wash for your business. A lot of my clients describe the first session. Um, they say it feels like therapy because of uh, the questioning and the way that I pull the information from them and how we develop and create that unique voice and brand. And mm -hmm. so it really is a very intimate um, three-session process that people go through. And then at the end of the process, because my clients were describing it uh, like a bad breakup because they didn't want to leave, I created a Facebook group <laughs> that is private for my clients to have access. And I'm just now building that community for my clients to have uh, extended access to me and to a community where they can all connect, share, and grow with each other as entrepreneurs. Um, it's called a lot of like so that people can really know that we're a lot more alike than we are different. And so, yeah, so that three session process is kind of the unique way in which I pull it out by really digging into who they are, digging into their past, discovering their purpose, which is really written in their past, connecting it to their passion. And then we come up with strategy as to how to market that in their life. Well, that's great. So I'm I'm curious to hear more about your the the last part that you brought up about the the group. Okay. Why why do you think it's important for 
people to continue having a support group around them? Yeah, absolutely. I think it is 100% essential to the level in which you can grow in your business to have people in your life that are either on the same page as you or ahead of you, um, to have people in your life that inspire you. I remember when I first started, uh, and, and I think anybody who is running their own business probably can attest to this, uh, if you didn't already have entrepreneurial friends when you started to be an entrepreneur, you'll quickly discover that the friends that you have that don't have that same energy or spirit will kind of fade into the background. <laughs> and you'll either find yourself alone or you'll find and connect to more people who all they do is talk about their business, right? Your, your circle quickly shifts when you get really focused. Or you, for a lot of us, sometimes find yourself so consumed with work that you find yourself kind of not having any, um, any, any body that's connected to you. And sometimes the things that you go through, you kind of feel like you're alone. You don't have a person to have these conversations with, to bounce things off of, things off of, and you feel like, am I doing this right? Am I making the right decision? Should I be feeling this way? And so forth. And so I think that in the beginning, which is a big part of the reason I created this group was because there's a little bit of selfishness here. I felt like I was scrapping for people to have these conversations with. And um, so I wanted to create this group to generate more of that energy, which also selfishly was why I created the open mic as a creative. Okay. I didn't feel like I had a lot of creatives around. And yeah. so I created a space for them to come so I could be inspired by them, right? Um, but I think it's important for the growth of your business to be able to have people to not only hold you accountable uh, and to have those conversations with, but it also just gives you the boost internally, mentally, emotionally, to not only um, be inspired, have conversations, share experiences, but also um, to just be able to realize that the stuff you're going through is more common than you believe mm -hmm. um, it to be. And so, yeah, I think it's, it's extremely important. Yeah. Well, great. So I'm, I'm curious then with everything that you have done and experienced throughout your career so far, what would you say has been the best advice that you were ever given? Oh, wow. Well, that's a very good question. The best advice that I was ever given. Um, I would probably have to say But the best advice that I, and I don't know that I was given this advice or that if I just stumbled upon it somewhere sure. <laughs> in, in some of the things that I was like digesting, you know, listening to TED Talks left and right and, you know, uh, content you're consuming on social media. Mm -hmm. um, but I think some of the best advice was um, really grasping the idea that rest and quiet time away from your business is essential to the growth of your business. And I say that because we live in a space where the grind and hustle is like the norm. And sometimes it's frowned upon to take breaks or to get rest at night. And it seems to be this um, idea that if you work hard and work consistently and all the time uh, and never stop, that that's how you succeed. But it's really not about the consistency. That consistency doesn't equal um, nonstop. That consistency just means simply that by definition is that it is consistent. <laughs> so if your consistency is I only show up and do these things in my business two to three times a week, 
then you consistently show up two to three times a week. Consistency doesn't mean seven days a week. And I think that's gotten blurry. And I think one of the things that I received in this process and in this journey was really understanding that because me being at my best self, me getting sleep, me being able to have a sound mind and find that balance is how I can build a business that will be uh, sustainable. It is how I can build a business that won't, you know, flake. It's how I can show up and have these conversations with you and have a clear mind and answer these questions in an articulate way <laughs> when I'm not drained <laughs> because I didn't get any sleep and I've been grinding since last Tuesday, you know, mm-hmm. with no sleep. Um, and so I think that's probably some of the best advice in a culture that I would like to see change, a mindset that I would like to see shift with entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Yeah, no, that's absolutely wonderful. It's you're right. You have to have a good balance in your life and you, you can't just burn yourself out. So that's fantastic. So, yeah. Miranda, I want to thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate it. Uh, if the listeners would like to get a hold of you or work with you or see more of, of what you're working on, where is the best place they can go for all of those? Sure. I live on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I don't live in my address. No, I live on Instagram. Um, also, I have Facebook. Um, if you want to connect and just kind of get a feel for me and my personality, uh, you know, if you're that person that's like, let me test the water before I decide to commit to you as a person, uh, Instagram, it's Miranda Joyner, M-A-R-A-N-D-A-J-O-I-N-E-R, all A's in my name, which is why I spell it, because it's so commonly spelled another way. And also my website is the same, MirandaJoyner.com, if you want to check out a little bit more about me. And if you're interested in having a free discovery call to connect with me, we can Top it up to see if I'm a good fit for working with you and your brand, if you're considering it, or if you're ready to go, all of that information is there for you to book and start working with me. Uh, Those are the easier ways. Awesome. That's fantastic. And I will make sure to put all of those links in the show notes so they can click right through and find you. Great. I appreciate that. Excellent. Well, again, Miranda, thank you so much. This has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you. Same here. Thanks for having me again. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Advance Your Art Podcast. If you liked this episode, please go into iTunes and give us a five-star rating. And while you're there, hit the subscribe button so that every single time I release a new episode, it will go directly to you without even thinking about it. If you're interested in hearing older episodes, please go to advanceyourart.com where you can find the catalog of everything I've done so far, as well as contact information and projects I'm working on. Thank you again, and have a great day.